Welcome, everyone, and we're back. It's after the new year, and we're back. Yeah. Hello, everyone. And I know not everybody's here yet, so we're going to kind of bring this in a little slowly, just kind of letting everybody kind of get in where they want to yeah. be with us. Uh, welcome, welcome <laughs> to 2023. It doesn't seem like it, though, does it? But, uh, you know, we're one of those things. So Regan Forston and I are here to talk to you about um, resolutions, bringing in the new year in a better way. Because I know that for me, I'm going to talk about this on my show on Wednesday, is about the um, all the, the energies that we've been going through and what they mean and how we can bring in that into the new year. So today we're going to talk about, though, resolutions and how to bring our life forward. So if you know of anybody who can use this, please share it, um, whatever you want to do. But um, we're live here on YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter Angelic Clarifications. <laughs> Facebook, the same, Natasha Venter Angelic Clarifications. Regan has a wonderful platform, but yet he's not on social media like I am. So we yeah. run off of my social media, <laughs> which I'm grateful that he allows that to happen. And, you know, and Twitter, if you're on Twitter with us, please know that I do not, we don't get comments, uh, but yet um, you can watch us, please, if you want to comment, go to one of those other two platforms, Facebook or my YouTube channel. Uh, but, and if you want to find this later, you can find it on um, any podcast platform because I download it right away to um, to my podcast platform. So if you know somebody who likes to listen to shows, please tell them about us, uh, The Dance of the Soul with Regan Forston and Natasha Venter. I'm a psychic medium, love to help people. Regan Forston is a hypnotherapist um, and uh, other things that he is so well adapted to. So mm -hmm. that's where um, in his time of life and my time of life, we like to bring in our awarenesses to do better and be better lives for ourselves. Uh, and we've gone through so many New Year's resolutions, New Year's platforms. And I know for me that I have almost failed logistically as the word at most of them. Yet at the same time, though, I can't say that I fail at anything because everyone yeah. is a life experience and a life lesson. And each time <laughs> that I, uh, I perceived in the human form fail, uh, that, you know, we can be hard on ourselves. But I know for me that a lot of my resolutions, they were for the beginning of the year, but they got transformed into something greater for me as the year went on. And I just did a video on how we can write a new story. We have 365 days in this year, now less because of it being like the third day of the year yeah. already. So we have 362 days of writing a new story. And, you know, like any story that we write, we can create a new chapter, a new paragraph, a new sentence, anytime we would like. Why be hard on ourselves? So, Regan, welcome to 2023 and yeah. the Dance of the Soul with me, Natasha Venter. Yeah, I'm hoping for a really great year. And uh, <clears throat> hoping, uh, you know, we what two years we've been doing the podcast now. It doesn't seem like it. Seems to me like it's like six months or something, but it's so it's mm -hmm. already two years, you know. Uh, so I think we're going to have a, a good year this year, um, and we'll probably talk about some of the same topics over and over. But I know every time we talk about a certain topic again, we always get a different slant on it. But I think because you've grown, I've grown, the 
world has grown, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Veronica. Yeah. Veronica's been with us almost the whole two years. It's great. It's, or maybe more it is a it. blessing, yes. It is nice. It feels feels good to have that. And for the people watching this in the future, they're not watching it uh, live now, too. We are hoping you're having a good 2033. <laughs> you yeah. could be watching this 10 years from now. You know, exactly. It's, so it's like we're all live here right now, but, you know, it's just, I don't know. I guess... Um, you know, me and my age now, I think about mortality more and part of your mind says, well, I should be at the age now. I don't have to make new year's resolutions. I can just coast and just keep things the way they are and be fine with the way things are. Don't let anything change, you know, because you're just exhausted from doing that your whole life, you know? Um, but now it's funny at the age I am now more than ever, I want to set goals and, and I want to, uh, expand my awareness of things you know mm-hmm. in the world and become uh go up that next step uh, next step ev- of the evolution of uh of unfolding spiritually you know mm-hmm. so uh, i'm uh patty and i just got back from the store every we have this ritual for the last eight years now she started it and i, I love her for that um that every on the first either on new year's day or within a couple of days we always sit down together and we have a whole notebook and we'll put and part of the notebook will put what we accomplished the last year, you know, and mm-hmm. we'll, and it's kind of fun revisiting all those things, you know, like you've been with your partner and you, and wow, you, some of the things you've kind of forgotten, it's, it's really, you go, man, we did a lot last year, you know, and you kind of see where you were last year and the things you accomplished. So it gives you motivation, you know, to start the new year, right? So do you write in this notebook all through the year? Of things that you do, little notes or no? I, I keep a diary, uh, you know, on, like about once a month. I just get caught up in a diary. I've been doing that for about the last twelve years, anyway. Um, but um, what we do is we'll sit there and we'll say, "Oh, remember when we went to so and so?" And we go, "Oh, wow!" And you yeah. realize that there's a lot, you know, that happened in the last year, you know. And then we write a page of the things that we didn't accomplish that we wanted to accomplish, you know. And then we do a page on on goal setting, like when we go through uh, relationship is number one, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then business uh, and then health, you know, in each one of those categories. And we write down how we want to improve, you know, uh, and then we go even a little further and like, OK, what are the steps to doing to getting there, you know, <laughs> that you need to do, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that way. So um, it makes it exciting. And I look forward to that every year when we do that. It's it's a it's a good bonding thing between the two of you because we're a partnership. You know, and um, I think in a partnership in any relationship, it's best if you're on the same boat, you know, on the same journey. You each have your own agenda, but on the same boat, you mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> that way because of the fact that we're a team and our main thing is our is focusing on having a wonderful relationship, you know. So uh, um, anyway, that's good. <laughs> I, and I'm grateful that you have a partner that you can do that with. Because I know, I know that that we talked, to, I talked, you talked to me about that last year, and I kind of offered that to my partner of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, now I might offer it again to my partner of this year because you know we've grown so much and changed. Even though we've been married thirty three years, thirty two wow. years now, you know that um, that you know it's a process. And I know that you know he's more spiritual. I've grown in my spirituality and, you know, something like that is something that maybe we can grow together because I think that that's a good thing, you know, about talking about, you know, cause we're talking about some goals that we have and, you know, we have different timelines for our goals. 
Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, like, do we want to sell the house? You know, and he's more ready for it than I am. And it's like, man, I'm not, I'm not ready to move yet. You know, yeah. I like my home. I, I don't see why we need to move right now. You know, it's like, so there's this process of of coming together in in a unity and you know that's part of i think that a lot of people forget that it's not necessarily about resolutions about the personal thing it's about how can we come together in a better community in our co-workers in our in our um families in our lives and you know how can we negotiate some of this dance that we're in with life yeah yeah, it is difficult in, in some relationships because um, they've grown, they've divided apart for so long. They've gotten used to being being having their own life in a sense, even though they're together. It's almost like they have separate lives within that, you know, mm -hmm. and you, maybe that's what people need for growth or maybe they need to go along that for some way until they finally shake things up and get back on course again, you know. So each couple has to decide for themselves, you know, if they want to be a, a true partnership where they where they share goals and where they you know they're doing this as a partnership or are they going to be you know uh, i don't know what you would call it if you're like in a company and and you instead of it being a shared thing everybody's doing their own away thing you mm -hmm. know and you're only you know I'm, but it, it, some people i can't say one's better than the other because sometimes people need that solo journey you know sometimes there's more growth by having to fend for yourself or by exactly. having, a, having a partner that you have to learn to love just as much and be around and grow with, even though they're not in the picture as much as you'd want them to be, you know? Exactly. I've had both in the 30 years. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it is a dance, of, of, a dance. Uh, right. of a lot of different things. And so, but I would tell, I would say though, in any relationship, you have to look at yourself and your personal growth. Yeah. How can I go in my personal goals? Because I can tell you that in my relationship, if I stayed where my husband wanted me to stay, I would have been stagnant. Yeah. I would have been, I would have been innerly um, a dull light bulb in a way. And he would have been a dull light bulb and we probably would have been a divorce. But yeah. because I was willing to grow and change and he was willing to grow and change that we were able to to shift to our better self now. And yeah. that amazingness is something that we can grow into. But I can tell you, you have to figure out those individual little quirks and and stuff that you want to dance with, change, shift, not be punished for, but change and shift. And, and sometimes moving forward, it's amazing where we're at, because I know for me. That, you know, I was with a spiritual group that I'm in every sun, um, every weekend and if I can get there. And, you know, the there was that question of what is your intention for 2023? You know, what do you want to do for 2023? And I just kind of went off to the side for a few seconds, literally a few seconds. And I asked my higher self or someone, you know, what is the intention? And all of a sudden, boom, oneness. Yeah, oneness. Be be oneness. Be yeah. oneness with yourself. Be oneness with those around you. Be oneness. <laughs> um, and I'm noticing how even just having that um, reminder, I asked my guides to remind me, you know, that I'm cooking a little different. You know, where I used to, you know, put on uh, like a YouTube um, video, 
you know, that I like to, I, there are a couple of things that I follow and, and do that. And that would be a distraction for me doing it. It would bring me out of oneness with, with the scenario or, you know, like, um, today doing an email, which is one of my triggers, you know, writing something is one of my triggers and I distract myself and no, bring myself into oneness with the, with either the distraction that is causing me to not do my work or be in oneness with doing the work. So it was interesting how I'm noticing that it's actually, cause I wanted to, my, my personal goal was put down my phone a little bit more. Because mm -hmm. I like to play my games and, and I do a lot of work on it. You know, I do a lot of um, videos on my phone. I do a lot of texting, a lot of emails on my phone. It's just easier for me to speak into it, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of writing with my dyslexia. So with that, but I'm noticing that with that oneness, that it's a gentle way that the universe is telling me, step into being where you're at. You know, even though like my dog would run around outside, you know, just a few minutes ago, come back and be in oneness with the show. And it, it, it that it was a sneaky way the universe wanted me to do some inner work. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't know. Well, what's funny today, too, is um, uh, Patty got back in bed this morning. I wonder if I wanted to listen to uh, it was um, uh, on YouTube and uh, Tom Ferry. He's one of the best known uh, life coaches around the world, you know, um, and uh, Patty, uh, he's who helped her become a dynamo in real estate. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was 12 or 12 years or more. She was um, one of his students, you know, even though she was a success, she kept kept going back to him for coaching all the time. Well, he, he does everything uh, with a spiritual aspect, which is kind of great. It's a little different than most motivational coaches. And so his whole um the whole segment that we watched was about an hour long was about how to set goals I'm trying to think of the word to use, but it's how to set goals from a uh, higher, like a spiritual perspective, way, you know, mm -hmm. and the main thing that I found was really neat. And, and it really rang true to me was so many times when I'm setting the goals inside my, the, the, um, I have had this fear, you know, like, Oh, okay, I'm going to set goals. And I know that I've set goals a lot of years and not followed through with it. Mm -hmm. So there's that fear and, and that self-loathing a little bit, like, and feeling uh, really bad about myself because I didn't do what I wanted to do, you know? And he said, you got to get, you know, that's, that's not true goal setting when you have fear involved. Mm -hmm. And, and w w the thing that he did today, and I'm, I did all the notes and I was hoping to mention some of them, but now that I'm having to use my iPhone for here, they're on my note thing <laughs> on there. Cause I thought I'd be, I thought I'd be on the computer. You know, and then I could just, I could just look over the computer and go, okay, that's some of the high points. So I'll just do the best I can. But, you're um, good. You're good. I love that. Yeah. But I thought that's really, uh, you know, when we have the, the fear and everything we have about something, then that um, in itself, when you have that, you're already starting out at a disadvantage with doing your things for the next year. He says, you have to be bold and you have to take chances, you know, but what he thought was like, when you go through each thing, like say you're thinking of relationship, he says, think of a time this last year when the relationship just seemed perfect and everything was running smoothly and how good that felt and everything. Okay. And then he wants you to project that. Same. So when you're thinking of a relationship this year and some things that are lacking that you want to change, mm -hmm. then you think, 
what do I need to do to change it to get so that it feels like when everything was just beautiful that time last year? Mm-hmm. And it kind of gets you an idea. It helps you zone in a little more on, you know, the things that you want to change. But you concentrate on that feeling of how wonderful it is because that gives you motivation to bring the, the relationship so you have more of those days, you know, a lot more of those days in the, in the next year, you know? And I think that that's, I think that's the way that we should set our goals or our resolutions or our intentions is that we're going to have more days that we're successful with it. And remember, success isn't about um, 100%. Success is that we put effort in and we did our better, you know, and, and have more successfulnesses, successfulnesses towards our goals than not. And, and that's where a lot of us kind of go in, well, I didn't do it yesterday, so I can't do it today and I'm done. And and, 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 you know, we're so hard on ourselves about going forward. Like for me, you know, like I was saying that my intention this, this year is to find more oneness. So if I have a bird flying by, I'm in oneness with the bird. You know, I feel their energy. They feel mine. If they so choose, you know, if I'm in work, I'm more in oneness with where what's going on with the class. I'm here. I'm not thinking yeah. about tomorrow or the day before or the day after. I'm I'm actually where I'm at. And and yet at the same time, I already had moments where I could have done better, you know, since I that knowledge came to me because I wasn't a perfect human, nor will I ever be a perfect human, but yet I was willing to get back on the on the bus to get to that moment. And that's yeah. the thing is, is that it's like a meditation. You know, you, you get distracted, you bring yourself back on, you get distracted, you bring yourself back on. And, but that's part of the practice of stretching that muscle. And yeah. and I want everybody to kind of take that self beating stick of, of expectations that we have logistically that we've been told we should have and just be more at ease with, okay, I'm going to practice to do better. Yeah. And the other mistake people make that I've made a long time, too, is in my mind, I think, okay, this goal that I have this year, well, I'm only going to be happy when I reach that goal and then I'm going to be happy. But he's saying how that's the wrong attitude. You should as you start even the smallest step towards that goal, you should that's where the happy is, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're moving forward there. And that's, you know, just just knowing that you're moving forward that way and that you're doing something should bring you that in. So he says, just don't discount that joy that you feel at the moment, because, you know, it's not just going to happen when you reach the, the goal line. It's, you know, as you're, as you're running the marathon, you know, and it's everything you're learning about yourself, that long 26, is it 26 miles? They do the marathon. Uh, yes. 26 yeah. point something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So even halfway along the way, you know, just feel good that gosh, you're already halfway, you know, and what you've learned, you know, through the whole process. So it's, it's like, like if you have a class in college, you know, there's maybe 12, say in one book, there's 12 chapters. Well, that even if you're just in that one, you're not through the whole book, but there's so much joy and everything in that first chapter and that second, because you're learning and you're growing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you can make the whole year happy and not have to wait till you get to the goal, because you won't be happy when you get to the goal that nobody ever is. They just feel empty because they, they, they want to have something to keep striving for, 
you know. Exactly, exactly. And Katie has joined us. Hello, Katie. Hey, Welcome. There she is. I'm so grateful for everyone who's watching right now and happy New Year's and and I hope everybody had a uh, a wonderful holidays, whatever you choose to believe in. You know, it, right. it, it, it was I know a lot of us were going through the grief process at the same time. Um a lot yeah. of people uh, have lost. I knew two people who lost somebody right around the holidays, you know, and that was just in my little network, you know, yeah. so it, it's um, blessings to you, Katie. And I hope that this helps you. Um, I know that, you know, you've set some goals and are setting goals and intentions. And I hope that, you know, understand that sometimes, you know, like for me, the oneness intention that I have for this year, well, it may be, you know, I only hold that for January and then I'll get another intention for February and then another intention for for March. So with that, be, when we're setting intentions, remember that we can always revisit the scenario. You know, like if, if let's say, you know, the, the cliche one, I want to work out more. So people go into the gym and they want to work out more. Well, you know, <coughs> The intention could be is, is that you want to work out more, but then your body is telling you, um, I'm still in winter time for us in the Northern Hemisphere. And frankly, I don't necessarily want to get moving right now because I'm cold and I don't want to move. But yet I'm willing to get in the car and go in the morning to get there, walk around the path once, and then come back home. Yeah. And that should be something we get rewarded for because then as maybe the middle of January comes and people are getting a little bit more active and more, our bodies are moving more that, you know, you go and, and jump on maybe the, the treadmill for a little bit and then you get back off and then you come home again. And, you know, it's okay to move with what life is wanting you to move with. Yeah. Um, and, and so she said, um, not sure what my resolution is this year, definitely to grow and better myself in all aspects. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Good. That's huge. But that's remember, huge. it's little pieces that make you up. So in the moment that you're in, think about those little things. Visit whatever's in front of you. Yeah. Visit whatever's in front of you to, to see how that can be a teacher for you. If you hold that aspect, you're ahead of 90% of the age group that you're in. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny uh, you said, because the next thing in my mind I was going to mention is just what you said, because Tom Ferry was saying the best way to be successful at your goals is to not, um, you know, like most of us think, okay, I want to have a meditation practice this year. So I'm going to meditate every day, an hour a day. And so they go a few days, you know, an hour, an hour, and then pretty soon they they go, God, I don't have an hour right now. And then they don't do it, you know, and then a few days later they start and they go, but I can't do an hour. You know, he says, look, that's what setting yourself up for defeat. And it's just like you said, Natasha, it's like break it down into little pieces. And he said, look, what he does, uh, what he got himself, because he wanted to do yoga, uh, f you know, all the time, but he didn't think he had enough time to do it. He says, so sometimes what I do, I say, I'm just going to lay down like I'm at the end of my yoga routine. I'm just going to lay on the floor move my body a little bit and relax. And he goes, and sometimes that's all I have time for. But I but I feel good that I at least did that. You know, I did a little bit. So he said, break it down into small pieces. But he says, what you're going to find is a lot of times you get down in that last pose, like, you know, if he'd been through an hour of it and he's relaxed in that, and all of a sudden he's going, oh, I think I'll, I think I'll do, do, do this pose a little bit. 
and they're like, oh, okay, I'm hmm, okay now. I'm gonna do, and you find yourself, it's a way to trick yourself into you know. doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like my girlfriend, um, you know, she, she's done this trick where she sets her timer on her phone. She hates doing yard work. So she sets her timer for 10 minutes. Yeah. And so she goes out and her alarm goes off, but she's in the middle of something and she can't leave it. So she's out there for a half an hour to an hour, you yeah. know, because yeah. it's, it's that tricking of ourselves to get there. And, and Katie, <laughs> Katie says that I find the new year slightly daunting, to be honest. Um, in the bedroom. Sorry. Uh, feel any, oh, no, you're good. You're good. I, I love Patty. Thank you, Patty, for showing up yeah. for just a few minutes. I love you. Um, that uh, she says, um, I find the new year daunting, to be honest. Uh, feel anxious about what's to come within the new year. You know, if you look. Uh, okay. And then she adds on, uh, my mom does the timer trick too. works every time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is, is that, you know, Katie and, and anybody who's watching this, that, you know, we have 365 days. If you look at the last, you know, however many years that we've lived, how important was, you know, what we thought at the beginning of the year and then what came at the end of the year? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and and go ahead and take care of things. Um, so what I would suggest is looking at it like you're you want to be a good steward of your life. If you can look back at the end of your your year, and that's my intention this year is to be a good steward of my life. Um, what can I do that is that can make my life be better? What stewardship can I be? Because like I was listening to my astrologer one year, and she says at the end of the year you want to look back. It's your money spending and say that you were a good steward or weren't you a good steward of your monies? And, you know, I kind of applied that to my life. Can I be a good steward of my life? Can I be a good steward at being oneness? Can I be as a good steward of interacting with my, my husband? Can I be a good steward at doing my shows? Can I be a good steward at being more um, proactive in my business with the, 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 like doing paperwork is not necessarily my best suit. So Me how too. can I be a more steward at doing the backside of my business, you know, and, and, you know, so that I can be more ready when the universe says jump. Uh, and so there again is, you know, if you want to use the metaphor, set a timer, set a timer for this week. I'm going to be a good steward at doing la da 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 da. And, and do it daily, do it weekly, do it monthly if you need to, because if this year is going to be amazing, and I'm going to tell you that you, you're, you're going to look at the end of the year and go, what in the happened with this year? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, and it's going to be something that, that is going to be amazing. I mean, I've already found that like the animals are just amazing interacting with us birds, uh, you know, anything that I'm noticing. I was at a friend's, uh, at a coworker or a co-person's house that um, my husband plays golf with. And the dog would sit down and, and lean against me the whole night because she was communicating with me. She was comfortable with me. She was talking with me. She didn't know me for Adam. I mean, the only thing that she looked like was my dog. You know, they had a lot of the same breeding, came from the same area. But, you know, there again is the animals are really going to look at us. And so if we had that awareness of waking up 
that that um, ascending uh, of going up into our next journey, how can we keep our feet on the ground would be a good enough goal for us right now. Yeah. How can we feel grounded in what we're doing right now and make things simple? If that means that you just try to move instead of going to work out, just use the word movement. I want to move more. You know, if that means that you get off the couch more often, you're moving more. You know, it's yeah. like be ready to move because our world is changing spiritually, emotionally, physically. And, and it's going to be awe-inspiring by the end of the year. And when we get into 2024, it's going to be amazing what we're going to know there. And, uh, you know, I only know what I know. I don't know it yet because it's the future. But I know that, you know, it's going to be something that if you're not willing to do the spiritual growth, which is basically looking at your shadows, how can you negotiate your path? You know, and this is the year to really look at what can I do like for me, oneness, you know, that's not a goal of necessarily getting moving. That's not a 3D goal. That's basically saying that I'm willing to be in my life. Yeah. You know, so. Mm -hmm. I, I, um, I feel pretty good. And I look, you know, you got me to, uh, so the animals will connect more. Yep. Or, and, well, the fairies, the elementals, the um, the uh, the um, a lot of the the beings. Uh, hello there, welcome. Is it Chaley? Uh, Chaley looks like yeah. yeah, C H A L E Y. Chaley. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hey, welcome, welcome. Uh, that you know, it, it's about going forward and moving forward. But yes, our awarenesses of our world is going to change, and. And animals are going to be uh, fairies, the fae. Like I had problems with my, um, uh, during the, the the winter here, we had a really cold spell. Um, and um, thank you. Yes, Shaylee. Um, it, it's, it, we had a really cold spell. Well, my heater went out, uh, almost, our heater almost went out. Our um, fireplace was getting, our chimney was getting worked on. So the fire elemental, the elementalness of fire was getting snubbed down. And so with that, that, um, that going forward in our knowings that I really had to balance my elementals. So I, I asked the fire elemental to, that I'm sorry that things are happening. Things aren't, are, are working as well. So I went through and I cleansed the house asking the fire elemental to be honored. I lit candles in here. The heater guy came because it was only blowing cold air. The heater guy came and said that there's nothing wrong with my heater because <laughs> it got fixed. And uh. so with that, that me doing the work of the elementals actually helped quiet the out of balanceness of water and cold air to bring in the the balance and so with that that our world's going to change so if you in your your process of 2023 what are you wanting to do you just want to be more loving if you want to be more kinder if you want to listen better if you want to bring in um the prospect of seeing other people's perceptions, you are going to be ahead of the game 100% for what's going to happen in our future. Yeah. You know, um, most of the changes I've seen in myself, because I'm so stubborn and everything, have been learning to just make small changes mm -hmm. in each in each thing. Like, uh, for instance, 
you know, the one like I know I need to act, I get out and golf, but in the wintertime, I don't get to golf as much. So I sit on my butt all the time and I and I've gained, you know, five or 10 pounds or something that I got to lose in the spring. So what I've done a lot of times in the parking lots, even though if it's raining or a little cold, is I'll park further out. You know, I'll just park uh, like a half a block further out in the parking lot uh, on purpose so that I can get more exercise. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, it's a, it's a little thing, but you start doing that and somehow you do that little thing and you go, hey, I feel good. You know, like I did something. It's being conscious of it, you know, of, of these mm -hmm. little changes, you know, and like too much mm -hmm. sugar. My big sugar thing a lot of times was I drink, you know, too much Coke. When I was living down in Mexico for two years, my, my thing I always liked, I was writing books because uh, there's not much else to do down there. One of my clients, I was doing free therapy for him. He let me stay at his beach house, which I thought was me for a couple of weeks. I was there for almost two years. And uh, so in between, uh, my big thing, I'd be writing something and I get hungry and I would go two miles into town. There's a little taco place that made great tacos. I would get... I'd, I'd order two two tacos and a coca, you know, Coke. And I could just got addicted. It was just that combination, you know, nursing uh -huh. and everything. Too much sugar. So, like, this last year, I just decided to, to not to cut it out completely. But it says, hey, how about maybe once a week I'll have a Coke? And that was that worked out. A few a few times in there I had, like, three or four days in a row. And I went, oh, wait a minute. Come on. That's too much. Uh, so, but if it, when I think back now, there's probably, what, um, there's probably a hundred or 200, I don't know, Cokes that I didn't put in my body that I would have, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and I don't feel deprived because every once in a while, yeah, I have a Coke, but not, yeah. not just out of habit, just not out of, of numbness in my brain, just doing the same thing all the time. Exactly. So I'm, I'm a sugar fiend oh. and, and I ate donuts. <laughs> six donuts yesterday. There. You know, I've been there, done that, probably will do it again. But that's the thing is, is that it's, it's not about punishing ourselves. But yeah. it's about saying, okay, how did my body feel after that? Yeah. And do I need to have a different vibration in my body? And and that's the thing is, and that's one thing that you noticed, um, Regan, was is that that your body felt a different vibration when you're when we're not pelting it with a lot of these things that are actually taste so good. Like today, I mean, I've been cutting sugar out of my diet just because I, my body is not sitting at that vibration anymore. Yeah. But yet sometimes my taste buds say, but, 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 can I have a cookie? Can I, but, yeah. but, 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 you know? And so I have some chocolate chips that I take out of the freezer and I have a handful and, and it's getting to be um, better because, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of food sensitivities right now because my vibration is changing with my body and it's not handling the 3d world like it was, yeah. you know, because we're getting so many byproducts in our food. And, and when we start getting more spiritual, when we start getting a different vibration, when we start doing more the the spirit walk, our bodies don't handle the, the toxins in our foods like they used to. No. And, um, and so, it, you know, it's not necessarily wrong that you did that, Shaylee. It is so wrong, not wrong. I used to eat big bags of chocolate peanut peanut M&Ms in my day. So when I, it's funny that when uh, Shaylee, right? She wants to say uh -huh. Shay, Shaylee. Yeah. When Shaylee said about the six donuts, and I remembered a time when I gorged that month, and it was just before going to bed. And I remember I, when I was keeping a dream diary at the time. My dreams were like total cuckoo, you know, and when I woke up and I realized it was all that sugar, 
know, <laughs> that was in there that did that. So, yeah, it's one thing too, you know, talking about that for when sometimes people can't sleep. The bad thing about having a lot of sugar just before you go to bed is you're going to, your body's going to be up, you know, I mean, Amped whatever, up. and then it's going to crash. So a lot of times there was a, um, a little boy in therapy and he had constant nightmares all the time. The mom would, was so worried about him. So she brought him to the therapist and the therapist finally figured out like when he was having ice cream or cake or something just before bed. So a couple hours later, his body was having a sugar crash and that would cause the nightmares. So he told her, feed him a little protein just before he go to bed. So he'd have a little bit of milk or, you know, a little bit of uh, chicken or something like that. And his nightmares just kind of completely went away. So that just shows you, especially when you're, you know, your child and stuff's more going to get hit you a little bit more. You exactly. Know, so. exactly. Um, so she said also, um, if they are dark chocolate chips, um, then those are actually healthier for you. Um, oh, that's what they say. The dark chocolate yeah, is for going to uh, No, they're not the dark, dark chocolate because I don't like dark chocolate. But yet um, oh. I, I, I do things in, um, I know it's not wrong, but I feel bad about what I eat. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just uh, about the story <laughs> that you were saying, you know, that's the thing is, is that it's not wrong, but I can tell you for me that I enjoy having something. So if I can last, um, you know, a box of cookies, because sometimes my husband, he doesn't let me make cookies. Um, but so if he doesn't make the cookies um, and I'm allergic to tree nuts and I'm allergic to uh, or and my corn syrup doesn't go well with me. So I have to eat a lot of things in moderation. And so like a box of cookies will last me maybe five days you know, cause I'll have three and then three and then three. Sometimes in my emotions, I may have six or seven, but yet I, 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 I asked the question, why do I want something? Why do I want to do it? Why do I want to, why do I want to be oneness with something? Why do I want to eat something that is not, that is detrimental? Like um, where yeah. I, where I go to someplace and they have um, donuts sometimes I'll grab a half a donut and then sometimes I'm craving something and I know I can eat it. So I'll grab the other half and stash it in my cubby and eat it later. You know what I mean? So it is a process that that I ask the question, who's controlling who? Yeah. Is the sugar controlling me? Is the pop controlling me? Is the need, when I went and grabbed the chocolate chips, was it the need of, of, um, of addiction? For sugar, because I do have a sugar addiction, I know I do, or is it the the calling to satisfy this part of me that is really asking for something that is sweeter than what I'm eating, and and that's the process of where we're going. Because I know for me that that a lot of like if I eat a, like I, my husband made some um, uh, oatmeal raisin cookies and. We're trying to figure oh. out something that we can eat in the morning because I don't do breakfast foods. So I'm thinking of how to make a protein cookie, you know, to to help me in the mornings um, so that I'm not eating because otherwise I won't eat. And um, and so those aren't really sweet besides the cranberries and the raisins. Yet at the same time, though, you know, they don't have a lot of the byproducts in a lot of our processed foods that, that trigger that part of our brain that said, get more, get more, get more, get more, get more, you know, like you and the yeah. Coke, you know, there's something in the Coke that triggers our brains to say, I want another, I want another, I want another, I want another. And so if I can stay away from those foods, then they're not controlling that part of me that says, I want another, I want another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think the success in 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 uh, achieving a lot of our goals is learning a lot of these little tricks you can do for the mind. You know, um, one of them, uh, like my clients, when I use hypnosis with them um, uh, to lose weight, <clears throat> one of the things I instill in their subconscious is, is every time they go out to eat uh, and they order their meal, what they do is as they order it, they ask the um, uh, the, the waiter to put uh, half of the meal in a to-go box and just bring the other half to them. So the, the, the guy in a little bag brings, there's the half meal that they'll have for tomorrow for lunch or something, because, mm -hmm. you know, we're so used to eating whatever's on the plate. So if you don't put it on there in the first place, you know, you're not going to go there. And people say that's, that works so good, you know, because, you know, it just has, it gets you that smaller portion, but you don't have to, you know, cause people think, gosh, I paid 15 bucks for this, mm -hmm. you know, right now. And uh, I don't want to waste it, you know, so they just they eat, you know, right there, they eat more. So that's just one of many tricks you can do, you know, like for losing weight. And that can add up over the year, you know, can add up a lot. Um, the other thing Exactly, because it's a journey. It's a journey on how do we do things. It's not necessarily a destination right now. Right. It's a journey. When you feel good. And the other thing is just when you're making your own meals, just eat on the small plates, you know, put your meal on the small plate instead of the big old platter that you have, you know. And that way you'll get used to smaller portions. You mm -hmm. know? So um, one, one person that was uh, trying to cut down on soda says that he had this, one of my clients has this trick, that you, when he uses a straw, he puts it in the soda, but he gets like half air and half soda. So it feels like he's having a lot more than he has, you know, it makes the soda <laughs> last a lot longer, you know, <laughs> that way. Yeah. So, well, I never, I never started smoking, drinking, or, or, uh, uh, or drinking um, like pops and and that kind of stuff because I didn't want to start it. And actually, pop didn't agree with me. Um, it, fizzy stuff never really agreed yeah. with me. But um, so I just plink, drink mainly water and tea. Um, but you know, that's the thing is, is that you know, going forward, that I didn't start a lot of things smoking or drinking because i didn't want to have to stop it later so if we're, yeah. if we're wanting to to something you know like um like you um uh katie that you're young you know think about what do you want to start and do you need to stop it in the end um and i um shaley i don't know what um nde is um do you have near an death NDE? experience oh near death experience is no. it vegan yeah yeah it's vegan no i um I had something much better than that because the uh, Newton Institute that I have been trained with, we found a way of having like a near-death experience, but in a controlled, uh, in a controlled way. We, in other words, when you have a near-death experience, something happens that triggers you to go to the other side. Okay. Well, we found a way to trigger that without you having to die, you know? So mm -hmm. it's, and we do it in a controlled way. So with my clients that come to me, I help them reach a deep state of trance, which is a feeling of the feeling you have just before you fall asleep, but you're still awake. And because I'm communicating with my clients, I keep them right there in that zone. And it seems that everyone has a little God switch in them and they can, whoop, they can go, they can access memories of past lives and of where they were in between lives you know, mm -hmm. uh, and, and everything. Um, it, if you go to the, uh, my website to visit the afterlife, there's more on that. And, uh, a matter of fact, since you're watching the show today, if you go there, uh, on the, uh, on the contact page 
uh, asked me to send you. I have two two recent books that I wrote about all this, and I'll send them to you for free. I'll send the ebook versions. One is about reincarnation is real, about all the current research going on, and the other one is um, about my my time. It's called Three Hours Thirty Three Minutes in Heaven. I know afterlife, heaven, whatever you want to call it, um, and the twelve things I learned in that in that time that have changed my life. So. We all have that ability. Some people do it with like ayahuasca or like they're on a trip and they kind of get it like that, that, that veil opens up temporarily for a few moments or something. Mm -hmm. And, and you see that you're greater than this body, but now we have a way to, anybody can do it. You can go, you know, it's like, it's like becoming like Natasha where she can just, just with her eyes wide open, not being in trance or anything. She has that ability to access the other side. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do. Us. And and I actually, I remember being born. I remember going through my, I remember being in the hospital up in the corner and then coming through, seeing the inside of my mother and then, uh, then popping out and seeing the doctor's face. And I remember a lot of those types of things. I remember writing the contract before I came into this world. And so there's a couple comments that I'm going to, um, that yeah. I want to engage with. Um, so, uh, so, um, uh, I'm this, that this is, um, I've never tried smoking. So she's talking Good about the, the time that I. Um, yeah, that uh, you haven't smoked or drank. I, I, I quit smoking when I was 14. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple comments here that I'm going to. Um, let's see. Um, I died when I was 19. I was wow. in a coma for three days on a um, ventilator. I completely crossed over oh. and remember every second of it. You know, thank you for saying that because, you know, it, it's amazing um, that you – thank you for coming back, by the way, because you're going to change people's lives. You know, it's amazing yeah. that you you are there. And, and whatever you saw was your personal journey. And congratulations for um, for being here and, and coming back because – what a life altering moment for you to do when you were 19 to yeah. understand that life is bigger <laughs> than just riding in the car, you know, yeah. and, and not to say that it's wrong to believe that it's not wrong to believe that, but that's the thing is, is that, um, that, you know, when we're going through life and, um, that, you know, it, it, it's amazing. Um, and then she says that, um, that, uh, Let's see. She was talking about how it was super cool that you had that experience. Um, uh, and then uh, let's see. Um, and Katie says, sounds scary, Shaylee. Um, I hope you're doing well now. You know, yeah. um, and I like how you and, and um, Katie are talking between each other. They've had a couple of comments yeah. to each other. Um, it could be, be friends. Yeah. And then um, she said, um, it was not scary at all. It was amazing. I didn't want to come back. That's I can say. understand that because that's the thing that people, this is the thing that people don't understand is the love. Oh my oh. gosh. The, the, the love is, un you can't speak it. You can't no. speak it on this earth. And, and I know for me, people wonder how I love like I do. It's because I tap into that divine love. And, and people always look at me and they go, you're so loving. And it's like, because that's what I embody is that huge, that divine love in human yeah. form. And, um, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, um, 
Okay, so let me catch up here. Um, did you meet? Oh, okay. So she, um, Katie asked, and did you meet anyone over there on the other side? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, see what Shannon um, says. I, I saw. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, I, thank I saw you. my mom. Um, and, oh, actually, I actually give. Yeah. I was given a choice to come back or not, free will. Um, I said no at first. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Um, yeah. Well, you know, uh, um, there's. I just watched uh, last night, well, two nights no, ago. You... I just watched two nights ago, uh, Life After Life on Amazon. It's either on Prime or Netflix, maybe Netflix. But it's just called Life, if, uh, Life After Life. And it, there's six of the uh, really dramatic cases that uh moody dr moody um you know found when he's doing his near-death experiences and it's uh, letting everybody know you know kind of what happens and to the person on there they all said that they kind of didn't want to come back um uh i think daniel brinkley uh, he wrote a book called um he wrote a famous book that's probably sold a million copies um uh safe not saved by maybe saved by the light or something like that mm -hmm. you know he said that coming back when he came back in his body, it, it felt like he was f going from total freedom to being stuck in a bucket of mud, you know, <laughs> is how it felt. And, and also Eddie, Eddie, uh, Betty Edie, I think it's Betty Edie. And she, she's a Christian who had this beautiful experience and does it from, you know, cause she talked to Christ and everything on the other side. And she said, it felt like, <clears throat> like being total freedom and coming back and having to live on the, the head of a needle. Mm -hmm. you know, that restricted it. That's the difference that it was. Um, and that's, um, you know, it's, it's transforming. So Shaylee, now that you're 19, you have this experience, you can have such a remarkable future you have for yourself because you're going to look at everybody and everything you do in it with, a, with a bigger perspective, knowing that your life has purpose and meaning that you even just, even just uh, doing this show right now, people that watch us in a little bit and they go, wow, a 19 year old that had that happen to her. And she got to go to the other side and back and they go, you know, wow, I guess maybe there is another side. I mean, so just yeah. talking about it to others is great because it, it helps awaken people to the fact that there is an afterlife, you know, that we're just down here visiting and then we go back home. You know. exactly exactly because i know for me just even me having that knowing like i remember more when i before three than i do uh and being born than i did a lot of my life but there was a lot of times where i was struggling with why do people have these concepts life is more important than 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 thinking that you're a big deal because you have this or that and you know it, it was it was conflicting for me growing up because I knew love and what was outside my world was not love. It was judgment and it, it was hard. Um, so, um, and so Katie, I hope that you, uh, it, it is, it's not 3d like here, uh, here is really thick. Um, it is very, um, from my knowing it's very open and loving and, um, uh, it, 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 it's, it, it, it depends on the stage that you're in, in your crossing over, you're crossing with, if that makes any sense. So, um, Shaylee says, yes, at first it was like outdoor setting alone and there were, um, dinosaurs really far off by some trees then shifted and surrounded by spirits. I believe I was speaking to God when I was 
was being. You know, God is right there. Whatever yeah. you want to choose, God world. Sometimes I I say that He's um, He's beloved. He's uh, He's the greater. He's He's a she he it you know is amazing in in the dance. Um, so let me catch up here. Um, uh, talked about coming back. Didn't remember any faces. Yes, because it's energy. They, they yeah. turn from from faces to energy. Now, yeah. Um, and she, um, Katie says that sounds amazing. Um, uh, and and then um, Shaylee says um, that is so crazy cool that you remember that young. Um, do you remember? Oh. I totally know a lot of my yeah. past lives. <laughs> I totally, I, I remember them like it was yesterday. The, and I can actually go to my future self. I, I work in dimensions and in, in different worlds. People, they try to have conversations with me. I'm going to surprise you. And I go, nothing surprises me because yeah. it's like, I actually tone myself down <laughs> quite a bit for what I know to talk on these shows because people, if people knew what I know, they would think sometimes I should belong in a insane, insane asylum because it's <laughs> like people would not, um, people wouldn't get what I'm thinking, what I know. Sometimes I don't yeah. have a lot of the language. Um, I don't have a lot of the language that a lot of people do because I'm so dyslexic that I didn't read a lot of books. So I don't may not have the, the book, wording of a lot of places so a lot of times people say do you know of such and such i say describe it i probably know it because of the description not because of the words and so with that that um yeah i um yeah i and i can tap into other people's past lives so a lot of the work that i'm doing in life is that a lot of us are needing healing in our dna work our human family past lives and their dna and then our past lives DNA and what happened in our personal spirit, soul, past lives. And when we come bring them together, we can do a lot of healing work in our knowing. Um, yeah. So let me um, let me go here. Um, so Katie says, um, death is always something um, stigma with uh, stigma with fear. Oh, and, yeah. Don't. Um, and confronting a positive thing about afterlife. You know, I've lost um, pretty much my whole family. I'm the oldest in my generation. And I was that way when I was 32 years old. I was the oldest in my generation and my family because uh, I lost so many people. And I can tell you that my dad, who we finished each other's sentences because we were soul families, that he guided me a lot in, um, in showing me what the death process was and is. and um, you know, the death process is can be fearful because it's so primal of the body leaving us. The body is very primal. The soul knows what to do, but the but the body doesn't wants to keep breathing. The body wants to keep going. So that that process is very primal. You'll see that in animals who pass, that it's not necessarily the most graceful. They they almost look like they have seizures and stuff because the body is going through the death process. But yeah. yet at the same time, the soul knows what to do. And if we let the soul do the work, it's amazing what we can do. Um yeah, uh, let me mention too is it's that um, the past life regression uh, in this way we're trained through the Newton Institute is like ninety percent successful. So it's it's an easy process that almost everybody can do, um, mm -hmm. and people are surprised just how easy it is. But when you get in that certain state, it's just it's almost uh, instantaneous, you know, and you can learn a learn a lot by that, you know. 
Um, so um, books to read, if you haven't already, um, Shaylee, would be uh, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. W-E-I-S-S, you know, that's that. Uh, 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 even a better one is Journey of Souls. Um, that's connected to the Newton Institute where I've uh, been trained through. And uh, because they take you in that, you know, in the life between life things, you go to a past life, see yourself pass away. You turn around, meet your guides, and then they take you on to where you go in between lives. And you you can go there and ask questions about your life, visit people that have passed on. And you can even talk to people, to the soul self of people that are still alive in your life today. You might even over there, if you haven't met your soulmate yet, he might or she might, whoever it is for you, be on the other side. You might even have a conversation with someone who you're going to meet later in life. It's mm -hmm. just it's amazing, isn't it, um, Natasha? On, oh, it is. How and, much information is available. Exactly. And and so, um, like um, Shaylee says, I don't want to remember my past lives. But the thing is, though, I understand that sometimes when we remember them, we remember them in discorded or dislodged knowings. And yep. and so, like for me, when I found out that my dad was a, um, a psychopath and was murdering people, and I was a child who didn't survive very long because I found out his um, his secret that I had to go through the process of going through the, the me knowing that me knowing that I didn't go there. I didn't go to that moment of actually that was in another dimension. Um, but I I um, I didn't go there in that process of of feeling that guilt i had to go through that process but i really looked at the shame that was brought forward into this pro this life i was letting go of the shame that was that was in this life and and so with me when i go into my past lives i don't go into the drama trauma of it i go into the knowing of what was the, there to teach me like i have purpose, an understanding right? of me standing coming out of a i was in the um i've always had this knowing of me coming out and um of a of a, uh, a cabin that was a little bit into the hills of like North Dakota or North Dakota or or the South Dakota area, and um, I came out with my two children and my husband had went to get um, cows, and there was five Native Americans standing on sitting on horses in front of me, and at that time I went holy crap I was a woman, at that time willing to stand up to five braves and yes i knew there were five braves on horses that's how much of a memory i've had from my life but wow. i had i took that woman that was there and brought her here in me to say you know what it's time for me to be strong er not necessarily, not necessarily stronger in my mind, but stronger in my knowing. And yeah. that's, um, that's part of that dance of remembering. I have another memory of, of being on a spaceship, sitting outside, watching the earth being born, being made, you know, and yeah. earth is a little bit more metal than people think. Uh, <laughs> and, and so with that, but then I remember that I fell off that. So no wonder I'm, I don't want to, I'm not afraid of heights. I don't want to sit on the edge of anything. Yeah. You know, I don't well, like edges. Too, uh, Shaley, when you're going through this, because you're going through it with your current consciousness, when you visit a past life, there's part of you that realizes it's not happening at this moment. It's something in the past. 
And you also realize that you're a different person than you were then. Like when I saw myself uh, mm -hmm. in my book that I'll send you um, there, you know, I was crucifying uh, people as a Roman soldier. And um, I, I, my, it took me by surprise for me because I'm going, boy, that's, I would never do that. You know, and I realized, well, I did, but I found out what that lesson was at the end of that life that where I promised to never do that again, because just because, you know, your, your office, your, you know, Caesar says, go do that. And you're supposed to do your job. It doesn't mean you have to do it, you know? So I promised at the end of that life to my daughter who was by my side that I would never do something again that I knew was wrong just because someone was trying to make me do it. So big lesson, you know, that mm -hmm. I, that I learned. So it's a little different than just, um, you know, being back in life. And also too, if you never really got healed from that life, um, when you find yourself on the other side, we ask the guides if that person who you were then can go to a place of healing, you know, and they always say yes. And so you'll, you'll accompany, it's almost hand in hand with who you were and who you are now, accompany to this place of healing. And, um, and that transfers down, trickles down to you to, to make you more healed. So there's a lot to it. There's a lot of, a lot of benefits from it. Yeah, and it's amazing. Yes, I believe that you remember it for the healing to help us in our lives. Exactly. And yeah. I'm sorry if I'm not putting all comments up. It, it, it they're going by quickly, and and well, that's you know, to, and I and there yeah, there are a lot of great. you know that's cool and and blessings and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for the comments. We're loving this interaction. We are coming up on the end of our show, but I want everybody to know that that you know we've talked about past lives here at the end of our show, and we talked about near death. That is why right now that it is so important that as we're sitting at this new year, we have 363 days of, of being able to, or more than that, 364 days, that we're able to negotiate how are we going to live our life. And if we can talk more spiritually about it, if we can yeah. be in a moment of how can we be with our partners more? How can I be kinder to? How can I be more interactive with my body? How can I be more interactive with what spirit is trying to show me through the animals, through billboards, through phone calls, through conversations, through lessons, through experiences? I'm done with lessons. I want experiences. You know, so there's that self-punishing me. How can we carry a less self-punishing aspect of ourselves going forward? And, you know, like for me right now, I'm still going to be doing my mantras of the week. Um, I haven't come up with this one yet, but it's processing. I can tell you by the end of the show, I'm going to have it. Um, because spirit is coming to me about it, that as we're going forward, remember that, that each day is what makes up those 364 days. How yeah. can I live each day? So it is a good stepping stone for the next day of my life. And then how can I make that be the next statement of my life? And, and if we can go with that, that it, it's, um, uh, and you know, it, it's amazing. So Shaylee, you asked, um, if you can ask the question, yes, you can ask the question, but we are coming up. And so if yeah, I, and I, Natasha, if you want to, um, Patty made us, she forgot about the show today. So I, we have a reservation now, so we have to kind of get going, but can you stay a little bit and, and answer that question for her before you I sign can, off? I can, I can. Um, so Regan's going to talk a little bit about himself and then step out. Okay. And then, um, Shaylee, I can, I can, you can write it in. If it's a deep conversation, I'd rather have a session with you. Yeah. Um, uh, Shaylee, but, go to, um, if, if, for any questions you have about, um, if you have any questions of me, you can, um, email me or something on my web, on my website to visit the but go to the contact page and say, Hey, this is Shaylee from the thing. And 
you said I'd give you two books and I'll send them to you. I'd be happy to do that. Okay. And that'll maybe be a little more information for you. Yeah. And, uh, and Kate, yeah, I don't know if we, is it Katie or Kate? C-K-A-T, just Kate. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have a, a niece, uh, Katie. So, uh, you know, likes to pronounce it that way. But anyway, great that you guys were joining the show today. Um, when you're making your resolutions for this year, just maybe break it down into little pieces. Don't be hard on yourself. Get the fear out of there. Just think, look, you know, even you just watching the show and the little bit of information you get here, you know, you're rung up, you know, your next step up. There's thousands of steps. So as long as you're ascending the steps, it's wonderful. You know, just take your time. You know, you guys are young, both of them. I, know, I think Kate's young and, and Shaley's young. And it's amazing to have two young people who are becoming more aware than people that are twice their age. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's excites me. I think that's going to be great. Oh, her full name is Katie, but I but I oh, go by goes by Kate. Okay, so, <laughs> so then thank you. I don't get in trouble if I if I call her if I Google call her Katie sometimes. <laughs> exactly, Katie is nice and Shaley. Thanks for for being here, and I'm going to sign out. And next week now we'll be on at at, at four o'clock, and and then Natasha has her own show on Wednesdays at four. Same thing too. So. Yeah, you know, I will. I'll talk about that in a minute here. Okay. <laughs> Blessings to you. Give happy a hug to your wonderful everybody. wife. Have a have, give happy new year. Blessings. Okay. Thanks for making me smile. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. So with that, um, um, so uh, Katie, you, um, sorry, Shaylee, you asked about your twin flame. I am going to say yes. I cannot tell you when or where. Right now, we're in a big understanding of life. And the ascension that we're going to be going through right now, but I'm feeling like this twin flame is going to be a different aspect than what you think it is, because I know under I understand that um, that twin flames can come as an animal for a short time and then as a human later. So with that, that know that our twin flames, our 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 beings that are with us, are. Um, are here to guide like my twin flame was my dad so with that that we can um negotiate some of this dance with um who our people are with us and um uh we've been sep uh we've been together and separated yeah and that's the thing that that um who like our soulmates you know, we put these cliche ideas of who our soulmate is. Sometimes it's our sibling that teaches us our greatest lesson. You know, so so these twin flames and soulmates are very stretch and pull. So this is a deeper question than I can really answer here, Katie. Uh, I mean, uh, Shaylee, sorry about that. And um, and I I don't feel um, there's more to the story. So um, if you'd like to have a session with me, I would be grateful. Um, and then Katie, you were saying, please ask if my uh, met my soulmate twin flame yet. Um, how will I meet him? Well, that's the thing is, is that sometimes, you know, our, our, our um, soulmates and our twin flames aren't always what we want them to be. I know for me that um, I had a contract with my husband and that contract was um, was to heal a lot of our past, our past lives. And we did it in this lifetime. So with that, that a lot of our twin flames and a lot of our, our beings that are with us, that, you know, we really got to have a, an open understanding of them. And um, it, it's it's an amazing dance that we're at. Uh, so, um, yeah, let me catch up with some uh, some uh, comments here. Uh, 
So, Katie, I hope that helps. Um, there's a lot of these questions that are really, I'm very intuitive, but yet when the comments are coming through and the show is ready to end and um, Regan just left, it's really an interesting process to to take that all in and try to give you a clean, I hold my integrity high when I give answers. I really hold my integrity high and I hold my value system and my truth and my love high. And so with that, that um, as you ask me intuitive questions, I can't throw them out there like I'm confetti. I just can't. And I apologize. So if you're looking for a uh, deeper question to be answered, I would prefer to sit one on one with you or even I love to do group readings, uh, group, group um, spirit readings. Um, through meditate or for um, uh, for uh, mediumship or through uh, life coaching purposes, and so with that, that um, and I can do that on Zoom or I can do that in person. So with that, let me catch up here. Uh, uh, I have a brother and a sister and my cousin, um, so I answer by most names. <laughs> um, let's see here. Hi, Kamal. Um, welcome, welcome. Happy 2023 to you, too. May this one find blessings. I want everybody to know, I may, I really pray that you find blessings in this year because of the fact that, um, that as we're going forward, this is this ascension process that we were really pulled through, <laughs> through the tunnel was an amazing thing that we went through at the end of this year with the with the eclipse and the new moons and the full moons and then the solstice and then this new year energy if i if you weren't feeling it oh my gosh it was like oh it, it was like walking through fire almost coming into this new year with the energy pull so with that that it, when we're going through this i'm gonna talk more about this on my show four o'clock wednesday on YouTube, uh, on uh, Facebook, and on Instagram. I will put it on Instagram on my phone. So I will be talking about this ascension process that we're going through and why our, um, our res resolutions and things like that are about being bigger. Uh, like for me, my, my intention, I'm not going to call it a, 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 a New Year's resolution. My intention is to hold oneness, hold oneness with that that's around me. And I can tell you with being in that oneness and, and getting comments and then um, trying to give readings and then Regan leaving, it was not a oneness moment for me. So I apologize for that. Come uh, uh, on. Thank you for coming from Pakistan. Um, I started working at the end of the month and I would love a session with you. I have so much, uh, you have such a generous soul. Thank you very much. Shaley for, for saying that, um, uh, uh, no apologies needed. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it is a, it is a process of being and, and I would love that. So if you are interested in having a session with me, I will not necessarily give you a, this is what your 2023 is going to look like, but I can tell you how to negotiate the energies of today to help you have an amazing 2023 because it is going to be about perception. This 2023 year is going to be about perception. How do you hold your perception? Do you hold it with a negative tone or do you hold it with a, hmm, hmm, that was interesting. Hmm, let me think about how to come back to that one. 
I will talk to you later about that. You know, it's it's one of those things that that going forward um, with our life. So believe in you in this 2023 year. That will help. And as you're going forward, know that there's no story that cannot be rewritten at any time. Remember, you're writing your own book. How can you write a new story or a new chapter? Because remember, in a lot of books, oops, somebody did something. How were they able to fix it by the end of the book, right? Sorry, I missed out on the show. I wanted to send you much happy. Hi, Sue. Um, thank you for coming. Um, yes, and Veronica felt it. Thank you. Um, and thank you, Katie, for your don't apologize. I'm so grateful for everyone. Blessings to you. Remember, you can find this. Um, and I have many, I have almost 400 videos on my YouTube channel. So if you're looking for inspirational videos, there's some back even two years ago that are very poignant to the now. So go back in the archives and, and see where things are at. If you're on my Facebook channel, a lot of them are the same thing. I've been on Facebook for six years now, and there's a lot of inspirational quotes that are on my YouTube uh, or my Facebook channel. So with that, um, believe in you. Remember, this is an ascension process that we're going through right now. So if you're finding a resolution or finding a calling to do, Believe that it might be only for a month and then shift it up. It's always about starting new. Blessings to you. I'm Natasha Venter. AngelicClarifications.com is my website. You can reach me there. Um, you can also email me at Natasha at AngelicClarifications.com. If you cannot find a time for your appointment, please email me or message me because I do have times that I can alter that, um, but I do not put that on my schedule on my website because it just logistics. <laughs> so blessings to you on this journey. Please come and watch me on Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time, uh, Washington time and um, Washington, United States to uh, find out about our ascension process, because I will be talking a little bit about resolutions and stuff like that. But it's more about where are we going to go in this 2023 year? Oh, my. Hopefully you can be standing on your feet at the end because it's going to be an amazing process. And I mean that with love. It's going to be, oh, I'm excited for it. Amazing. Blessings to you. Bye now. See you on Wednesday. Oh, please share, like, or anything, or subscribe to the stations that you're watching because I love to give inspiration. Bye now.